I'm Chris from Play Comics, a show where we look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material, a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other astonishingly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Data? Data, we need your help. The ship is in trouble. Say no more. Accessing ship systems. Shuttlecraft Emerson to Titan. Do you read? He did it. We've got comms back. Sh- Shuttle, it's LaForge. We read you. Ensign, what's going on over there? Vatic took control of the ship, but we're taking it back and we need you. You're clear to dock. Copy that. Coming to assist. Greetings, USS Titan. This is your friendly positronic pissed off security system back online sign them go unwanted guests and monologuing protoplasms i am initiating an immediate shift change And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we move into the end game as plans are revealed, villains are vanquished, and time is running out starring General Chang's daughter, memories, and executive officer meetings. It's season three, episode seven and eight of Star Trek Picard. But first, he's the goo person posing as a Vulcan who knows next to nothing about Vulcans. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, God damn it. I got myself a jelly cream pie. Oh, I hate you. Mm. Man, it's been so nice. It's been so long. It's been so nice not having to listen to you chew. Oh, where have you been all this time? Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I've been missing these bad boys. Stop fucking your jelly donut and give us some Dude, I am am tonguing the crap out of this jelly. Oh, my God. Mm, she um, likes it too. I need eye bleach now. Eye bleach? It's only in your ears. Uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> I imagined you're it. Visu- I imagined you're visualizing, it. aren't you? Yes. Yeah, you're a visual person. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to set this down for now, and we'll finish the rest of that here in just, just a minute. Ah, all right. I've got science coming out my ass. <laughs> That's not what that's called. It's not called science. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, well. Um, first first order of business is uh, we've got a planet that just phoned us. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. A coherent radio signal has been detected from an alien planet. So it is suggesting that it could be more than likely habitable. Uh, basically the signal suggests that the planet has a magnetic field, which is thought to be a central key component for sustaining life on a particular world because it uh, protects the planet from, you know, high energy particles and plasma and, um, you know, um, space viruses. I, I, I don't think space viruses is on that list. No, no. Oh no. That's just the ad that popped up about malware. Yeah. My bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and so until uh, up until recently here, uh, researchers have struggled to confirm whether or not planets um, have had magnetic fields. Uh, so they, you know, they're hard, it's hard to figure out whether or not the planet would support life. Uh, but a new ca- candidate, um, bear with me here, uh, we're going to call this one YZ SETI B. Um, it's YZ and then CETI and B. Okay. All right. So YZ, good old YZ, uh, it's about 12, 12 light years away has been sending a repeating signal that has been coming from the star slash planet uh, here recently, or I guess recently when it comes to astrology type stuff, right? That could be a couple of years. It doesn't have an actual date as to when they noticed it, but you know, it's like years after they've analyzed something, right? Right. Um, Cause space is big. Anyway, it, it tends to be a little large. Yeah, it is. It's a bit large. Uh, the radio, the radio waves, the researchers detected appear to be generated when the star interacts with the planet's magnetic field because the two of them are so close together. It looks like uh, this is an ideal pair to test out the theories on whether or not uh, they can test uh, detect magnetic fields. Uh, they describe the effect similar to like our Aurora Borealis. Uh, which uh, high energy particles from the sun interact with our atmosphere. Uh, so they're, they're actually seeing the aurora on the star for, uh, I guess, because it's bouncing off of the other planet, which to me sounds like maybe that planet is a little too close and it might be a little too hot, but hey, what do I know? I'm not a astrologer. Uh, <laughs> I just astrologer. play one. <laughs> yeah. I just play one on TV. Um, so, so they're uh, they're looking to see uh, they're they're doing some testing and doing some research and hopefully th- it, this will help them to um, find other habitable worlds out there so that we can eventually you know leave this planet and go fuck up another one. Yeah, I saw that article and it is the most clickbaity fucking article. Ever. Oh, did you see it on Yahoo Sports? Because that's where I get it from. No, I didn't see it on Yahoo Sports. Yeah, it came from the Independent, but apparently yeah. Yahoo grabbed it and that's just that was where I got it from. Yeah. But yeah, it's very there's like absolutely nothing on this thing. Yeah. But I was like it showed up on my feed and I was like, "Oh, hey, here's some science stuff." Wait a minute. Why is Yahoo Sports doing this? <laughs> this is weird. But whatever. All right, what else you got? All right. Um, let's go with this one because this one seems, uh, this one kind of piqued my interest. Scientists have engineered human cells to have camo- the, uh, the camouflage ability of squids. Okay. Like, what kind of cells? I don't know. I didn't read that far. We'll oh learn God. together. Are you ready? <laughs> so squids and octopus uh, have, um, uh, they, they have, uh, what is it called? Uh, active camouflage in their skin. Yeah, and it's uh, uncanny how well it works. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, however, uh, the skin cells can't be cultured in a lab, which makes it impossible to study them. Apparently, they, they die off too quickly. Um, so what they have done is they, uh, they had this cra- the scientists had this crazy idea, uh, where they, uh, they were able to 
change the transparency of a human cell culture um, to mimic that of squid, skin tissue. Uh, so uh, let's see. It's called tunable transparency um, in cephalopods. It's uh, a combination of pigment-based coloration and how much light is being uh, absorbed uh, because of that pigmentation and then the structural coloration, which affects how the light is scattered throughout the structure. So that's how, that's how octopuses and squid camouflage themselves. Um, I still think it's crazy that they're able to like, you know, almost perfectly mimic what they're in. So that's cool. Um, anyway, so uh, Gorodetsky, who is the research head researcher, uh, focused on uh, lucifers, uh, which are skin cells that facilitate structural coloration through proteins called reflectins. These reflectins typically clump together, forming nanoparticles that can bounce back light that appears white. By letting light through with little scattering, the surface can appear transparent. So he has figured out a way to keep those nanoparticles from clumping together, uh, probably threw in a little bit of oil or something. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, oil and water don't mix, and we're right, what eighty-five yeah. percent water. Sure, and that's that's yeah. how that works. Yeah, I figured as much. I mean, this doesn't. Oh no, they didn't use oil. I, I went down a little bit further. Uh, they <laughs> wow, reading. Yeah, they had to introduce reflectin forming genes from squids into the human cells, but then they figured out how to get the souped-up human cell to stay uh, stably produce the reflectin. Um, they had to use salt. Salt? Yeah, they found their salvation in salt. That's what the article says. They found their salvation in salt. Like uh, they added salt or some other salt? By adding salt to the media of the cell structure, uh, the reflectin in the human cell began to clump together into larger nanoparticles, and the more they added, the, big, the, the bigger the reflectin clumps. Uh, this allowed them to chew tune the transparency by controlling the amount of salt. So maybe I had, uh, you know, I, uh, table salt, maybe sea salt. Because, you know, <laughs> table squids. salt and sea salt are the same thing. It's sodium chloride. No, no, it's sea salt. <laughs> Not iodine salt. Probably Iodized, sea salt, iodized. right? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, octopus are in the sea or octopi. Octop no, no, no. Apparently, and I, I thought it was octopi as well. Um, the plural of octopus is octopuses. Octopuses. Okay. That's what this article shows. Now, futurism.com is awesome. So they know what they're talking about. Anyway, that's all I got on that. All right. What else you got? Are you familiar with Jet, uh, Chat GPT? Uh, no, I've never heard of that. What is it? All right, so Chat GPT is OpenAI's uh, chatbot. It's an artificial intelligence. Uh, oh, you can, okay. Yeah, you I've, can I've type, heard about this newfangled artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can uh, uh, you can type in something to the chat uh, into the chat uh, text box, and uh, this AI will uh, will talk back. No way. That sounds like yeah, black magic yeah, to me. Yeah, it'll it'll 
it'll text back. Well, um, so I think this guy is trying uh, this this scientist or this tinker. I think he's I think he's trying to make a a horror movie. <laughs> How so? Um, he hooked up the Chat GPT to something. Hooked up Chat Chat GPT to what? Do you want to Do you want to guess? Um, what is the stuff of nightmares? Clowns. I, close. Close. Think of a toy. Think of a toy. Oh my mm. god! Did he hook it up to like a Teddy Ruxpin? No, not a Teddy Ruxpin, but close. An Elmo. He he hooked it up to a Furby. Oh, oh a Furby. <laughs> yeah. So he hooked up a chat GPT to a Furby. Um, and as, as he says in a tweet, as, uh, or I'm sorry, she, Jessica Card, a programmer, um, as she said in a tweet, uh, I hooked up chat GPT to a Furby, and I think this may be the start of something bad for humanity. <laughs> So is is ChatGPT being used through like the Furby's voice synthesizer or I think so. I think I think that she's probably like voice uh, you know text to speech hooked up ChatGPT and uh, ChatGPT said hello there. It's so nice to meet you. I'm Furby. <laughs> what would you like to talk about? Um, and there is a, oh, here, oh, goodness. Okay, hold on. I didn't see this because I didn't, I, I stopped at about that paragraph because at that point I was like, oh, hell no. But, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? We got to talk about this. Hold on. Let me send this to you so you can listen to it as well. There is a, uh, she tweeted, tweeted it, and apparently um, you can hear what it sounds. Okay. Hello there. It's so nice to meet you. Oh, I God. am Furby. What would you like to talk about? Was there a Apparently. secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? I'm thinking about what you said. Almost done. Uh, oh, God. Why does Furby have a British accent? I don't, I don't know. Why do you have a British accent? Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, oh then using oh their God. advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. That's uh, that's creepy as fuck. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Oh, that's creepy. Okay, so uh, for those of you that uh, um, listen to the podcast. Uh, the, the article will be linked in the show notes. Do yourself a favor. Go ahead and click on those show notes for, well, I'll, um, I'll pull out an excerpt. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, I like that. Yeah, it is staff. Uh, it is stuff of nightmares. Um, so much so, uh, that apparently, uh, the Furbies were banned by the NSA back in the nineties. No, they weren't. Yeah. This is truly the end of the days. The little creatures were clearly capable of some pretty horrible stuff. Remember when they were banned by the NSA back in the 90s? That seems implausible. Uh, Well, who knows? Anyway, there you have it. Um, Horror movie in the making. 
All right, what else you got? That's it. That was three. That was I'm three? Back, oh. Yeah, I'm going back to my jelly cream pie. Oh, my God. All right, you ready for a pod crawl? Yeah, I've only got like two bites left. All right. I think you'll enjoy this one. Here we go. Okay. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The Titan has found a temporary reprieve from running in a ship graveyard as Picard (laughs) and company figure out what to do next. Rafi and Worf are off doing some spy shit while Seven is talking to Tuvok to get some help out of their predicament. When Seven subtly humble brags to everyone in the room how she beat T in some game, it seems the coast is clear, and Tuvok agrees to meet them and help them out. However, the meeting place Seven suggests was another test, one that not Tuvok failed miserably, and the mud people start running a trace on the Titan while Picard tries to get info on his captured work wife. Jack is ready to turn himself in to save Riker because secretly he wishes Riker was his real dad. But Picard says he has a plan. They fake a battle with a Vulcan ship and play possum as the Shrike arrives to pick over the wreckage. They board via shuttle and ride into a trap. It looks like all is well as Picard and Beverly First question off, I'd say via shuttle. Laura comes in to fuck things up because he's Laura, and that's what he does. He drops Laura. all the shields holding yeah, the changelings captive. I don't know why you're saying it like that. the bridge using Captain Concussion's head as the key. Vodic locks the ship down, and it turns out the only way to break the super-long cryptographic key that is blocking Geordi from taking back control is a positronic brain with multiple personality disorder. Geordi lifts the barrier between the data and lore personalities, and Data passive-aggressively dominates lore with memories of having sex and his cat. The two personalities merge, which basically means Data is a bit more sarcastic and doesn't talk like a research paper all the time. And he jacks into the Titan's computer to unlock the ship. But they form a plan to kick Vatic and her crew off the bridge, literally. Jack heads up to surrender, getting Vatic to release the hostages in the process. Seven tries her best to fuck up the plan, but once the hostages are off the bridge, Jack calls down a force field to surround him and Seven while Data opens up the doors to the bridge. Yes, the bridge has doors and vents. Vodic and her crew into space. Meanwhile, Riker and Deanna are discussing their retirement options when Worf and Rafi break them out of jail and steal the master plan from the Shrike's database. They beat feet off the ship when the alarms sound and they head over to the Titan in a stealth shuttle to help extricate the remaining goo people from the Titan. The TNG gang is back together in a conference room planning next steps. Jack is putting the moves on LaForge's oldest, and rolled Deanna opening up red doors in Jack's conscious credit. All right, so episodes seven and eight of season three. We're not no, we're not glossing (laughs) over this shit. How? (laughs) How? How? Well, I uh, I Did came you to your house while late at sleeping? night while you were sleeping, and <laughs> I, is that why you had me saying all those weird words the other day? <laughs> you were trying to get samples. Oh, I've got hours worth of samples. <laughs> God, days and days. Had... No, seriously, I like I, I'm slightly intrigued here. Um. Yeah. So I mean, there's 
There are uh, AI voice models out there that you can train on just minutes worth of uh, audio samples of a clean voice. And I've got, like I said, hours and hours of clean audio of your voice. And so I passed that through one of these uh, language models or these uh, uh, voice models and created a, a voice or a model of your voice. And then I can just pass through text and just like any text to speech uh, model, it, it mimics your voice. And this one's actually kind of cool. The one that I'm using is because it also picks up um, speech patterns too. So yeah, yeah, it, and it I'm might. I'm able to actually adjust how 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 steady or non-steady that speech pattern is. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it looks like I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to show up for these things anymore. And neither one of us really do. I mean, <laughs> really, I mean, next, next week, <laughs> next week, we're just going to type out our uh, pod, our podcast and yeah. <laughs> uh, let the AI take over pretty much. Uh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, no, these, the, I mean, it's, it's not free. This one is, is definitely not free. So, uh, I don't think I'll be uh, utilizing it a lot. Um, just, but I definitely wanted to experiment with it. I wanted to experiment with it a couple months ago, but just haven't had the chance to dive into it yet. So you thought, hey, why the hell not? <laughs> I, had, I had a little bit of time this week, and it actually took a lot less time than I thought it was going to. Yeah. All yeah right, I mean, well. it, it was just prepping the actual audio files, and I really only used... I may have used not more than 15 minutes worth of audio files, and I probably could have done it in less than five. So so did you just take uh, some of the ones from like the last couple sessions, or did you have to look for uh, specific words? No, no. I just took some audio from, yeah, just the, the past few months worth of, of recording sessions. Mm. And I took out a lot of the gap between um, some of those files uh, just so that I had, because you have to do it with at least more than one minute worth of audio, but you know anything over five minutes worth of audio doesn't really increase the, uh, the model training on that snippet of audio. So um, I had to go through and, and find some audio and then strip out a lot of the spacings because you, you don't talk constantly for five minutes so no that's true yeah because you know you like to talk sometimes sometimes yeah so yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 what a podcast does really i mean it's when there's two people sometimes yeah some sometimes unless you have james on and then <laughs> it's just and so i i yeah basically just stripped out the silence um although there were a couple of tracks that i did leave in some some silence just so that it could uh, get your speech pattern, but yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I want to say congratulations. You have officially um, creeped me out. Um, oh, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to like say something so much. I wanted to say, Ooh, I got a surprise for you, but then that would have, that would have got you like, you know, anticipating something. And I wanted that raw reaction and yeah. Oh, that was, that was a, Brilliant reaction. I love it. It was, it was very, um, yeah, it was, it was very startling. <laughs> I, honestly, 
honestly what I thought it was. I thought you might have accidentally pulled up like me talking about uh, our uh, future stuff. Well, I guess we could say it because it's going to be on the next episode of Static uh, or Status is uh, Hot Hero Summer, right? Right. So I thought you had a, uh, a clip of me, like you accidentally pulled up a clip of me doing the doing the pod crawl stuff. Oh yeah, no, like, no. You, like you yeah. accidentally pulled it, like oh shit, wrong file. Because you've done that before. <laughs> you've pulled up the wrong pod crawl file. Yeah, yeah. So I, have. I was like, well, all right, you screwed up. So, but then it was like, then you're talking about Star Trek. I'm like, wait, what the what? <laughs> oh, God. I had to I had to listen to it a couple times whenever I was experimenting with it because it didn't sound like you. And then I had to listen to some of the audio files that I uploaded and listen to that again. I was like, wow, yeah, okay, that is that does sound like his voice. Because when I was generating it, and it would generate something, and part of it was because I was still tweaking uh, some of the parameters to get um, your your voice um, patterns correct. Right. Um, but yeah, it didn't sound like you at first. And I was like, well, shit, this isn't working. This isn't it, as cool yeah, as it, it actually did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it even picked up. I noticed it picked up where I sometimes I'll trail off, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it, it's, it's really at, good at, at detecting of, voice patterns too. Yeah. Yeah. It's shot. All right. That's creepy. In fact, yeah. I had to do this a couple of different times because, uh, the first couple, um, I had to tweak some parameters because it was too conversational. It wasn't like you were reading something. So this was oh, like a, this yeah, was yeah. like the third iteration of, of the generation of this, of this pod crawl because, before it was, it was more it was like, like you I was were talking, talking to you. Yeah, I got you. I was, was more like conversational. I was coming up with something. Yeah, yep. yeah. I wonder what SP would sound like. I, I don't know. I may see if I can get his permission and and try it out. Yeah, you know, especially if you grab like uh, from his Agents of Shield or something like that. You know, where he's very, he's very direct. Oh, I've got how, recordings of SP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'm saying from like ages because because he's a little he's a little looser on our show. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, you know, but he's very he's very focused. Uh, even that on even on um, better podcasting, he's a little bit more focused. Yeah, um, but we just we give him a chance to loosen up here. That's why he comes <laughs> on is he gets to he gets to be free. <laughs> now I need to uh, I need to find some. Um, some video um, video models that I can slap a beard on him. Oh, oh yeah. Do yeah. some uh, deep fake uh, yeah. SP beard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That would be good. That would, that would help. And then you could give it to uh, Steven to superimpose. Superimpose. Yeah. During recording better, sessions. Yeah, yeah. During better broadcasting. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the world would thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> should we get, tangent should we aside, let's, uh, let's talk about Picard, shall we? <laughs> it's, it's already been, we're at 27 minutes, you know, it's like, uh, all right, well, congratulations. You must not have a lot to talk about because you filled up some space. No, nah, I, I wasn't intending to fill up space. Yeah, I just I, wanted to kind of right. freak you out a little bit. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. All right. So, um, Episode seven, like, eight, Star Trek Picard. What were your thoughts? Um, 
So I don't remember, I don't remember a whole lot from seven, uh, just because it's been a while. Um, you know, it's been a week. I had to rewatch it today. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I didn't, I didn't remember, a, I don't remember a whole lot. I remember bits and pieces. Uh, so, um, well, no, I say that I do remember quite a bit. I liked, I liked Tuvok. Uh, I, I liked the Tuvok nod. Uh, I knew something was up from the get go. Um, cause he, something was slightly off. Um, at first, at first I, I chalked it up to Tim Russ, not playing the character in a while. No, right. So his, so his mannerisms or his, his delivery was just ever so slightly different. Uh, but then it really did start to crack and then it was, but you know, before it all happened, I'm like, okay. All right. Yep. Yep. This isn't Tuvok. But do you think that was how he was uh, playing it, or do you think it was because he hasn't played Tuvok and? Oh almost- no, I think I would like to think I would like to think it was because that's how uh, he was playing it. I would like to think he was playing it that way to give a subtle a subtle change to to show the fact that he's a changeling, right? Okay. So, cause, cause you kind of notice that, um, you know, the changelings, it seems like they're close, but they're ever so slightly different. And until you do something that real, you, you know, it's close enough that you won't notice necessarily, unless you're really, really, really looking for it. Mm-hmm. You know, Which you would think they that. were at this well, point. And, and, well, and that's why she was being very... She was being very uh, 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 closed, vested with it. You know, she was being very, uh, very cautious about talking to Tuvok. Um, you know, because you kind of saw that earlier in the season when it was uh, LaForge and and Seven. You know, they were trying to, you know, who who are you? What do you call me? You know, yeah. And and you know they slipped up that way. Uh, so so she was. You know that it makes me wonder why she didn't just straight up ask a question from their time in the Delta Quadrant. You know that well would be, because they had obviously tortured Tuvok at some point and gained. You think so? Yeah, they he he said he had. Yeah, I see. I didn't. I didn't know if that was just them you know, jacking with their emotions or if, well, how else would he have known that Tuvok used to beat her at whatever the fuck game that was? That, um, that was, that was her first test. Yeah. That was her first test was to, to see if Tuvok knew that, because you would think, you would think that the Vulcan would be, you know, beating her at games, but it turns out that she was actually beating him at games because she's like part computer. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. See, I don't remember in Voyager. I don't remember her beating him very often. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch shit shows. So and it was, and I thought it was Cottiscock that they played or something like that. Um, anyway, regardless, I mean, I, I, I kind of liked it. They brought back, um, you know, they've been bringing back, 
this whole this whole season has been you know one trip down nostalgia lane after another right uh so it was it was nice to see um you know some nostalgia from some of the other characters that we have exposure to you know you know seven we know about her so they show you know they showed voyager at the at the museum that was cool uh and then you know she's trying to find a friend and you know so she chose tuvok uh which i think was i I think that was a smart move um and not trying to grab like janeway Um, you think we'll see captain hepburn Catherine Hep- Hepburn? Captain Hepburn, oh, yeah. Cat- Captain Hepburn, I see. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, and the reason I don't think so is, and I don't, I don't know the timeline, but uh, Janeway is in another show right now. Uh, yeah, but they dr- name dropped her. She's apparently yeah. prepping for all of the festivities for Founders Day. Right, but I don't know. See, I don't know when uh, Star Trek Prodigy takes place. Uh, I'd have to do some research on the fly. Um, but I don't know when Prodigy takes place. Uh, let's see. Star Trek Prodigy. I mean, what does Prodigy have to do with it? So she is in Prodigy. Okay. And so she is busy. Uh, okay, so... Okay. Okay. So no, it's it's entirely possible because apparently Prodigy happens in twenty three eighty three, which is five years after the end of Voyager, which is a year after the most recent season of Lower Decks, and very close to the earliest flashback in Picard in twenty three eighty five. So so this this all happens after Prodigy. So. Okay, that answers that. See, I was thinking that she wouldn't have been in it because she's off doing the Prodigy stuff, which has her away from... She actually uh, on that ship? So, sort of. So she starts, off, she, she starts off as a hologram. She's like a, she's like a training hologram in, in Prodigy. Um, uh, the, the idea is that the, the ship that they're on uh, had... Uh, had a training crew and uh, she is similar to an EMH. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, ECH, the emergency command hologram. Um, so she's similar to that, which they brought in uh, for, well, kind of like uh, Cristobal, you know, in yeah, season yeah, yeah. one, right? So she's similar to that. Um, and so she starts off in a hologram. Towards the end of the season, Janeway herself shows up in a different ship. Uh, because the whole the whole thing is this crew this this ragtag crew on the prodigy are trying to get to Starfleet because they want to be part of the Federation, um, and Janeway is trying to find this uh, this starship prodigy because uh, Chakotay was the captain of it, and time travel is involved. Oh, good God! So yeah, there's some time travel involved. Blah blah blah. Uh, but anyway, so so. Um, on Ch- Chicote's part, but uh, so they Janeway shows up and she's part of the last half of season one, and then is showing up for season two. Uh, you know she's part of the 
group in season two, the actual Janeway, not just the hologram Janeway. So that sounds anyway. awful. Yeah. Anyway, so it, it it was nice to see some more nostalgia drops from other, uh, frankly, somebody that's been involved with this season, you know, this series from day one, right? I mean, Jerry Ryan's been on the show since the first season. Yeah. So it's nice to see, you know, and she has history and it'd be, it's, it's nice to see that she's trying to touch base with people she can trust. Former because, crewmates. Right. Because Picard is trying to touch base with people she can trust or he can trust. Right. So it, it, it was, it was, I, I liked that. Um, and they had, they had already dropped a bunch of DS9 nostalgia references too, so I right. guess it's Voyager's turn. Right. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah I mean it was it was good. Um uh, I think I think how they killed off Vatic was a bit eh. <laughs> you didn't like that? Well, no, I mean just it, it was just kind of like, oh well, that was a nice neat bow. Well, I mean, yeah, they've only got two episodes left. They're going to have to right. start tying up some some storylines here, right? Right. And I, I I figure it worked. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of fitting, and they don't need some kind of long drawn out battle between Vatic. She just got outsmarted by Picard and them, right? Right. Uh, you know, and I I was okay with that. I was I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking up until she took over the ship, right? Um, I was thinking, okay, she's going to be here for the long haul in terms of like the whole the whole season, um, you know. But then when she did take over the ship, I'm like, all right, they're gonna they're, they're gonna get rid of her somehow. That was one of the quabbles that I had was she took over the ship a little bit too easily. They they still well, had they still had you know access to everything on the bridge. They could have locked down the bridge pretty quick and well, kept okay, her so, from getting there. No. Uh, the I think the only reason why she got in as easily as she did is because Lore got in the way. Lore was causing chaos, right? He had already locked them out of the the. They had ar- she he had already taken over the bridge or whatever, right? He he already had control uh, of the bridge. Think yeah. so. The the way I I looked at that is he was you know he was taking over systems, right? Um, and. One of them was he locked them out of the bridge and there wasn't anything that, that uh, Seven could do. And then they were able to shut Lore down. And when they shut Lore down, they couldn't take the bridge back over quick enough to like lock, you know, by that time they were already coming in, right? So I think, I think because of Lore... If it wasn't for Lore's chaos, they wouldn't have gotten how, as far as they have gotten. They would have still been in stasis fields and that kind of crap. So I don't think that the bridge had been locked down. I think they still had control on the bridge. I think Lore had taken over the, the shield uh, generators so that he could drop the force fields to cause chaos. But I don't think he had gotten bridge systems yet because it was, it was Vatic that locked out the bridge. In once episode got, eight, once she got yeah, once she got there, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know that it, I okay, 
if 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 that isn't the case, if the lore lore causing chaos wasn't part of it, then yeah, it's kind of weak that they don't have a way to um lock a turbo shut, lift door. Yeah, shut down, you know, enact security measures of some sort. You know? Right. And where did all those other goo dudes come from? Because they flooded the bridge like from other sides from other than the turbo. Are there multiple well, turbo those decks? Were, yeah, I, I guess. Or they went through the ducks and stuff, right? Um, you know, they came, they came through like the Jeffries tubes and stuff. Yeah, maybe. It just seems like they stormed the bridge awfully quick. That was right. that's that's one of my quabbles with this episode is that you know the bridge got taken over pretty fucking quick and easy. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, yeah, well, I I'm okay. I'm okay with new data. Are you? Uh, I'm I'm okay with it because it's not data. Yeah, I it, mean it's it's. It, it, it it's is, yeah, it's data it with a little bit of lore sprinkled in. Of, yeah, a little bit of lore, and and they have once and for all, um, solved the aging problem. Which uh, I'm I'm know. still kind of curious how that works. I don't know because he's he's still definitely a synthetic. Well, he's form, like, right? Yeah, he's like Picard, right? They're, yeah, they're but he's synthetics. not like Picard. Picard is is fully biosynthetic. He's well, I thought he's got bones. Was... He's got blood. He's got he, everything about him is uh, is biological. It's just it's synthetic Except biological. Brain. Except for the brain. The brain's positronic. Yeah, that's true. So the brain would still be positronic, but I thought it was like a, a new biopositronic or whatever. Maybe, and that might be why they didn't, you know, hook him up to try to crack the code. <laughs> but but data, if you look on the uh, L cars behind them, whenever they put him in stasis, it looks like he's still got, you know, a metal skeleton. Yeah, um, and his brain is still definitely positronic. Uh, his eye holes are still definitely synthetic because he, he can project. He, yeah, he projected through on a, a couple episodes ago. In this episode, you can actually see him accessing a database, which was kind of a cool effect, but I think it's kind of dumb. But, you know, he doesn't need to actually see the database in his eyes as he's accessing it. He can just access it in his brain. That's not how, right. how that shit works. But, yeah, um, it was a cool little special effect. So I I don't think that, but I guess his skin ages because he wants to age. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what Soong was planning there. Yeah, I don't either. I think they wanted to bring data back and they didn't want to have to do a whole bunch of CGI to de-age him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with it if this is it, you know, and, and the guy dies, the guy dies after this. Right. Um, I do like that. This is not the same data as season one data. And, and I'm, and that's why I'm okay with this is it's, it's a backup, which is okay. Um, and it is a, but it's, it's something different. It's not just a copy of data. It's, it's, 
data and some other stuff. Well, it's data from like right after the nemesis. Right. But it, yeah, it's data and lore and all that mixed in. So, right. you know, he's got a little bit of humor. He's got a little bit of, you know, he's closer to human, which is what he had always wanted, uh, which is which is great. Uh, we might get to explore that a little bit. Um, so he's basically, yeah, he's basically got the kind of emotion and intuition of lore with the uh, restraint of data. Yeah, the, the the restraint and the, of course, I guess he has the memories of lore too. He's also yeah. got the memories of data. He's got the memories of before and Dr. Soong. Mm-hmm. So he's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So be interesting um, to see what they do with them in the next couple episodes. Right. What, what did you think? What'd you think about the takeover? The data takeover? Um, I, the, I, the that was a bit fight. predictable. I kind of figured that's what he was doing, handing over all of his memories. He was trying to trick lore and somehow. Well, yeah, so I saw that. I, I that's what I was thinking. If uh, I was like, okay, I yeah, thought, he's, I, I he's going to yeah, trick go, him. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was thinking he was tricking him. I thought that you know what was going to happen was lore was going to absorb all these memories and data was going to fade away, but then lore was going to transform into data because of all the memories that he took from data and they were going to merge that way. And that's kind of what happened, but it yeah. was more lore used those memories as trophies and then that allowed data to absorb lore instead of lore absorbing data. And yeah. Yeah. So, so I was. I was thinking uh, that it was going to be like data was going to allow it in terms of, you know, hey, here, take this, here, take this. And then one of the uh, quote unquote memories was going to be like a logic bomb or something and, uh, you, you know, a trap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, that's that's kind of what I was thinking is, is you know, because Lore was very cautious at first and then he was just getting greedy. And I was like, okay, so that's what Data's doing is he's, and he kind of did in a sense, but it wasn't quite what we were thinking. Right. Um, you know, so great. It, it, it made sense. Um, it, made, it made sense, but it wasn't quite what I was expecting um i i was hoping for a little bit more a little bit more fight from from data you right. know and not not so much a uh it was very much like i don't know who i am type of uh, what it felt like yeah he, this is it the first like time i think weak. we've really seen data super confused I mean, yeah. we've seen him in this state kind of a couple times. He's he's lost or had corrupted memory a few times yeah. before in an episode or two. So I think there was a couple of Star Trek episodes where he kind of lost his memory. And then um, Insurrection, of course, uh, he had gone kind of batshit crazy. Mm, oh, yeah, because he got uh, shot. Yeah. Right. And he went into default mode or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, perse- perseverance mode or perseverance. Uh, Preserve, I'll try that again. Preserve. Preservation. Perseverance. Yeah, preservation mode. Yeah. Preserve, perseverance. He's got to persevere. I will win. <laughs> it will be successful. Yeah. Preservation mode. Yeah. So. Um, but I mean, yeah. So it, I guess there's precedence for that and it, it, it worked. 
I mean, I don't. I, I like the new data. It seems fine. He seems like a more whole. And we've 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 seen the fumble fucking around trying to be human data. Yeah, and I think that's Logic been played chip out. Or emotion, yeah, motion chip. Yeah, I think that's been played that out. I, I I think they're finally you know tying up the data storyline. Data is now a complete person. He's as human as he's ever going to get. He's probably, you know, just, just like he's um, a regular human. So he's, he's achieved his dream. I think yeah. we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, and I, I hope so. I hope they are done with data just in terms of like, you know, keep him around. That's fine. Whatever. But uh, let's, let's get off of, it please yeah yeah let's move on let's we don't need another season of uh, unless it's going to be the data laforge comedy hour you know <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> you know unless they're going to actually do a show revolved around them that's fine but let's 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 move on so would you want to see a, a show a continuation or a, a, a spinoff series like with the old crew i would be I would be okay with uh I would be okay with a wharf series um just because it's kind of interesting um it, where his character has gone uh, I I am I am okay with them stopping Picard. I'm okay oh, yeah, with Picard. Yeah. yeah, Picard's I honestly I think Picard is done. I think I think Riker needs to be done. Uh, just because we've seen a lot of Riker. <laughs> um, and I think, I think seeing some of Worf would be interesting. Uh, not as interesting as what it would have been to see Worf as the captain of the Enterprise. Uh, because I think, doesn't he, isn't he captain of the Enterprise? He was, yeah, yeah. Season one. So, yeah. So that would have been, that would have been interesting. Uh, we can't really do that now. Um, I think, or at I least think before a, season one, he was right. captain of the Enterprise. Yeah. I think Jordy and Data. I think that could be interesting, depending on what they did. Not, you know, curating a museum, um, you know. But if if they did something else, I might be okay with that. Um, I'm done with Deanna. And uh, just because, you know, she's been on a few few episodes and and even with her character, she's not really. I mean, what is she going to do? Take people into a mind trip? I mean, oh, <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, it, it's just because that's just kind of how they've been playing her is she's still very much a Betazoid. Right. You know, uh, motions and that kind of stuff. Um, Beverly? Crush. Crusher, no. Um, it's been nice having her on here. It's been, uh, you know, they've they've been doing her justice on here, but I I I can't see her carrying a show. Yeah, neither can I. I could see I could see LaForge and Data carrying a show uh, together because because they were always buddies in. And TNG, right? So, so them getting together and doing something, I can see that, and I can see Worf carrying a show of sorts 
because of uh, you know, you know he's well he's Worf right I mean he's got right. he's they've got a lot that they can work with there um, in terms of capabilities right uh, you know they've got the Klingon side they've got the warrior uh, and warrior side they've got this new pacifist Klingon which seems like an oxymoron but okay. he's apparently still part of Starfleet because he was wearing yeah, he a was, uniform he so. was he was wearing his uniform at the end um, so he's still he's Still Starfleet. It looked like he was wearing a gold one. Was it still gold? Because he's part of well, because he's part of Starfleet intelligence now, right? So, so that would be the gold uniform. But I thought, like in the beginning of the series, I thought he said he had been kind of he'd taken on more of like a consultant role, or right, yeah. Right. But I and guess maybe that was just because he was working with Roe. Maybe, maybe. Um, and Roe Ro knew Roe knew she could trust Worf to dig uh you know and so he's doing that's what he was doing and and because of that he's you know in civilian clothes to blend in um as much as a klingon can blend in uh but you know maybe that's what it is and and now that now that he doesn't need to blend in you know it's it's all out there he's getting back into his uniform so i that's what i'm guessing yeah um I don't want to see anything more with Rafi. I do want to see something with Seven. Um, and, and I'd like to see something like Shaw. Shaw's, Shaw's a good one. Uh, I'd, I'd be okay with a spinoff with Shaw. Um, I, I mean, I like Shaw's character okay. I don't know that I want a series with Shaw. Maybe, maybe like a one-off series. Maybe like one season or something. Yeah. Uh, I thought I read something about like Star Trek Legacy or something is out there or been floating around or something. Anyway, so if if they did if they did something if they did a series that was more along the lines of of like maybe like Star Wars uh Legends or whatever that they're doing, you know, where you know uh, they had part of part of the season was Ahsoka, part of it was uh, Dooku, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if they did something like that, where where it was like these small, you know, two three episode story arcs, I think that would be kind of interesting. You know, grab some grab some characters that we have been exposed to before, yeah, and maybe move them on. I, honestly, I would be I, I would like to see something with Seven, just in terms of her. I'm going to say getting what she's what she's wanted, um, which is you know being part of Starfleet. Maybe maybe something with that, like she gets her own ship or something like that. I, th- I think that would be, I think that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, hell, her getting her own ship and then working with uh, Borg Girardi uh, in some form or fashion for that that space butthole thing that they left hanging out there and. Middle of nowhere of season two. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we we I told you we weren't going to see anything of it, and we haven't. Um, but it's still out there. Yeah, that Hasn't is been true. Yep, hadn't been answered. So, yeah. All right. So, um, how do you think the crew has aged? I was looking at this earlier, and damn, LaForge looks like he hasn't aged very much. No, LaForge still looks pretty good. He's he's a little peppered. He's got a little salt and pepper going on, but he still looks good. Uh 
uh, Worf, Worf still is looks fine. Good. Yeah. yeah, everybody still, else looks you know, uh, road older. hard and put up wet. Yeah, yeah, especially the ladies. Uh, the ladies look a little a little worse for wear. Um, uh, Riker still looks like Riker, but fatter. <laughs> you know, like I mean, he's gotten he's gotten older, and he's he's. he's yeah, I was just looking at everybody's slim. age, and it, it yeah. makes sense because uh, Levar Burton is is only sixty six. I can't believe he's fucking sixty six, but right. Uh, Michael Dorn is 70. Yeah. Uh, Gates and, and McFadden you, is 74. Right. And you can hide a lot on Dorn with, yeah, with, uh, with pros- the prosthetics. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Jonathan Frakes is 70. That's the same age as Dorn. Yeah. Um, Marina Sirtis is 68. Yeah. So she's a I couple mean, she of does, years older than LeVar Burton. She doesn't, she doesn't look bad, but she's, Yeah. And then Brent Spiner is 74. Yeah. So they're all in their 60s, 70s, except yeah. for Picard. Yeah, uh, he's Picard's what, 80, 80, 80 something. Yeah. 82, I want to say. Yeah. He's getting there. I. Yeah, 82. I think, I think they're done. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think we're going to get any spin on. We may get some cameos every once in a while on some future shows yeah. if they take place during the the TNG era or even the Picard era. But yeah, I don't think we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get a, a show out of any of these. I think but what I, we're getting really is is the wrap up to TNG, um, and you know, a nice little send off for everybody. Yeah. Who do you think is yeah, not going to survive? That's what they're using. Oh. Um, I think they're all going to survive. You think all of them are going to survive? I think um, Picard's going to die. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think if anybody is going to die, it's going to be Picard. I think Picard um, and maybe Riker. I don't know. I don't think, see, I don't think Riker because, because they have allowed the two of them to make up. Yeah, but they right. also started making plans for the future. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, you're not supposed to make oh, plans for the crap. future in a crisis. Otherwise, yeah. you're just basically you, signing your your death certificate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I think know, oh, I think Riker may may not make it through the series. Yeah, what I would like, um, maybe a little bit more with Jack. That would be kind of interesting. Um, I'm hoping we get an answer in this neck. You know, it ended with grabbing the door right Right. so i'm hoping this next episode we find out this next episode uh we find out what's up with jack why is jack so special we figure out what the plan is and then the last episode is stopping the plan and ideally rooting everybody out right everywhere which they 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 have a way to uh, they have a way to detect yeah. changelings now. So, right, or this this super changeling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it sounds like there's still there's still the golden changeling, uh, the you know the OG changelings. It sounds like there's still that, but then there's these others that Vatic, I guess Vatic linked with them and it was able to change them. Right. Yeah, so she was changed, and then she was able to change the others that were 
you know, in the secret in lab, the lab with her. Yeah. And apparently Daystrom Station's been around for a while because right. they were they were experimenting on Vatic at Daystrom Station during the Dominion during, War, just right, right after. During DS9, yeah. Well, no, it was during it because they were, Vatic was one of the subjects when Section 31 came up with the, uh, with the virus, right? That they were, that group was, that's who they were testing the viruses on. No, that's no, no, what no. I, you don't no, think no, so? no. They were, they were trying to, they were trying to, or they were doing tests on those subjects to try and create, um, something that they could use to infiltrate any oh, kind of alien right. okay, species. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't viral. Okay. I was thinking that they were using that that was their guinea pigs for that as well. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Anyway, yeah, it's been around at least since the Dominion War. Yeah. So, well, even before that, because they've got uh, Kirk's body, right? Well, but I mean, they could have moved Kirk's body. Yeah. It could have been in storage someplace else, and then they could have just taken it. Why would you have a highly secretive, highly classified type facility in space? I would think it would need to be, you know, go underground. Well, I mean, as we were talking about earlier, space is really big. So, well, yeah, except that they they seem to be bumping into each other quite a bit. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Predictions. Um, well, like I said, I I think we're going to find out what's up with Jack. Um, I, I I I don't know. I don't know where to start. Um, Vatic knew, uh, but we never said anything. Um, so I, I'm hoping we find out about that. Yeah, they kind of dropped the hint that because she said um, Jack wasn't meant for you to Beverly. Right. So they kind of dropped the hint that maybe Beverly's and Picard's consummation was planned or engineered or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I hope we get some answers as to the Jack thing. Yeah. Um, I ho- I'm hoping they kind of, they, I, well, obviously they're going to wrap up the whole changeling thing. I would, I would assume. Well, I mean, hell they left the butthole wide open that's true season two so <laughs> um you know i hope i hope that they wrap that up um i hope that we get a nice little bow on this i mean there hasn't been any indication of a picard season four no uh, there's not gonna be so i'm you know i'm hoping that they i'm, I'm hoping we see you know like i said seven again yeah. um I because I I think it's I think it's really cool that she's part of Starfleet now. I would like to see, and she has found her footing, so to speak. She's come to terms with some stuff, and I'd like to see her moving forward. Yeah, you know, and, and getting she doesn't have to get a captain captaincy, um, but you know, it seems like she's moving that direction. Um, but I'd like I'd like to see her get something. Um some closure or something, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't, I don't think you can still play it. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a fourth season. I, I'm pretty yeah, sure Patrick so. Stewart himself said he's not doing a fourth season. So, right. Well, it's cause he dies, right? 
Right, yeah. He's going to sacrifice himself again, like he did in season one. But they brought him back in season one, so... Yeah, well, that's because Picard wasn't done, or Patrick Stewart wasn't done with that sweet, sweet Star Trek uh, money. (laughs) That's right. All right, you got a uh, haiku for us this week? I do. Uh, You know, I want to say that this one is, uh, this one's going to be pretty good. I've got this one titled as um, Geriatric Crisis. Gangs back together. Titan overrun by goo, changeling on the rocks. <laughs> nice. Yep. Nicely done. Yep, yep. Let's throw, throw him in that uh, bourbon. All right. Awards. Who's got Awards. your uh, black loan? I gave it to Vatic uh, because, I mean, hell, she was smoking on the Titan, yep. which I would have thought there would have been some sort of like anti-smoking sensor and it would have like, you know, Put it out. No, because uh, Cristobal smoked on his ship, too. Yeah, but that's his ship. That's not a Federation ship, right? That was no, no, no. When he became captain of the oh, Federation did ship. He, yeah. Did he smoke it or did he just chew on it? I thought he smoked it. I thought he was just chewing on it. Yeah, maybe he was just chewing on it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she had control of the bridge. She could have overridden yeah. that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right, yeah, Vatic's going to get mine for for smoking on a on a Starfleet ship as well. All right, all right. Uh, who's got your head lush? Um, Richard Dawson. Yeah, I didn't see anybody drinking in these two episodes. Not on, not on this one. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, mine will go to Richard Dawson as yeah, well. Yeah, Jack, Jack was locked out of the the holodeck. That's so. right, he was. So yeah. no booze for Jack. No booze for Jack. Um, so purple hippo, who's got that? Are we skipping player? Oh, player. Yeah. Player. Who's yeah. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, dude. You, don't you have these things written down? I don't. I don't. You should. You should. Heck on my show, I've got it written down and I've got names next to who's supposed to start it off. I, that's not true. I do have it on my show. On my notes. I do. All right. Player. I'm giving it to data. For uh, data, okay, I'm giving it to data for playing lore. I mean, he played dumb and tricked lore into basically killing himself, okay, okay. You know, so I, I gave it to data, all right. I mean, you could give it to Jack, but I wanted to go with data. Um, yeah, so I was tossed up between, you know, the, the Elder LaForge and uh, Jack because the Elder right. LaForge, you know, certainly was interested in Jack and was like, you know, throwing mind hints his way. Like, why doesn't he touch my hand first? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but she didn't know that he could. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. So I don't, I think, I think she's freaked out by it now a little I, bit. I, well, or True, turned on. but could be either. Jack one. did go ahead face. and read her mind, touch her hand. She did seem mm-hmm. kind of freaked out by it, and then he took over her mind and and helped her kick the shit out of that one dude who won't mm. fucking die. Oh my right. god! How many times they got to shoot him for that motherfucker to die? Well, he's got a red face, so it's like anti red shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're trying to trying to break that whole red shirt trope. But um, so, yeah, then then Jack took over her mind. Uh, she was kind of you freaked could, out with Jack and, put, you know, pointed a gun at him. Uh, yeah. But then she was like, nah, I kind of like him now. And well, you could so, say Jack was inside her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So Jack's going to get my player. 
Jack's actually been inside quite a few people. Oh he is a player. Oh shit! Hell, he got he got one of them killed when he got inside of him. Oof. Oh, that yeah. that took a dark turn. It did. He took a beautiful, beautiful award and made it dark. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. All right. Who's got your purple hippo? Well, speaking of inside him. Um, I'm going to give it to Troy for Deanna Troy for getting inside Jack's head. She's inside him now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just one big, you know, mind trip, orgy fest. I don't know. Orgy mind fest. I don't I mind orgy fest. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Everybody's getting inside everybody else. It's, it's really weird. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, and she's like telling him to touch it, touch the door. <laughs> you know, you want to. Oh, God. oh shit. All right. Um, no, mine's going to go to, uh, you know, the elder LaForge. I can't remember her fucking name. Uh, um, LaForge. Yeah, LaForge. Uh, <laughs> Ensign LaForge. Ensign LaForge. Well, I think the other one's Ensign LaForge, too. I think Look, the younger uh, daughter's Ensign LaForge. The pretty one. <laughs> the, the older elder uh, LaForge daughter is getting okay. my purple hippo for um, basically. Sydney. Sydney LaForge. Sydney, yeah. So Sydney's yeah. going to get mine. Uh, for having Jack basically control her and and keeping her f- alive, so yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently you know it happens. I, I, yeah, I guess or at so. Least she knew it happened, or she had a pretty good idea. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. So What's next, next episode, um, I don't know. What do you want to do next week? Let's finish off Picard. All right. I guess we'll finish off Picard. All right. Um, So next week we'll be talking about episodes nine and 10, the last two episodes of season three, the last two episodes period of Picard. If, uh, if everything that I've read and heard is correct. So uh, we'll be finishing off Picard forever next week. Kind of sad. Are you, are you going to commemorate the the occasion yes. with a uh, with bottle a, of a little Chateau Picard? Yeah, uh, I'll be right. doing that. I because you hadn't you hadn't popped open a bottle yet. I was waiting. Season. I was waiting. All right. Yep. Just a good a good send off, huh? Yep. So you're going to be nice and straight laced uh, at the beginning, and by the end, man, I'll be uh, sloppy. Head head lush is going to Jason. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. That's all we've got for this episode. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspaceoutlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few knuckles our way, you can become knuckles? a patron. Knuckles? Yeah, knuckles. If you'd like to... God damn it. Nickels our way. You can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon and make sure to visit Gunna Geek for more great shows at gunnageek.com. For this week, I am Jason. So I had a question that I forgot to ask. If they scooped up all of Vatic's ice cubes and let her thaw out, would she return back to goo and be alive again? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll talk to you next episode. All right. What? You're not going to answer that? I said I don't know. Oh, but I wanted to know. I'm <laughs>